We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 231. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Relief Around the Corner edition. Oh my gosh. We're going to get some relief. You keep saying that. No, we are. Well, I mean, it's nearly meteorological fall in two weeks, right? I mean, we're getting there. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. Um, we're getting there. We didn't go look for the Perseids. Well, what they're called? We, they they yeah. peaked last night, and it was 10 to 20 per hour, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to waste my time it. on that. And the moon was so bright, you couldn't see a that's thing. The, that's why I didn't post it, because we're, we're dealing with a, not full moon, but a bright moon. And it's like, you can't see meteors when it does that. Oh, you know what? We got a familiar voice that's back that hasn't Do been we? here. Yes, Corey, welcome back, buddy. Thank you. Man, this is so, we got the gang back. Woohoo! Yeah. Okay, so there's been so many things. I didn't I leave want. him in Florida after all. <laughs> she made me hitchhike back. He's yeah. been walking for a week. Oh, that- Atlanta was hard to get through, but I met some people. <laughs> oh, okay. You can kind of hitched a ride. Yeah. Kind of get up to okay. Jim Cantori. Jim, yeah. He stopped at the My, Weather uh, Channel and hung Stephanie out for a Stephanie Abrams. Week. She was nice. I know. I just dropped him yeah. at the Weather Channel. and was like, see you in a week. <laughs> I sent Randy a picture. I know. You did. <laughs> you actually did. He said, look where I'm at. It was like, there's That's the Weather Channel. why I drove through the big cities, because he wants to look and take pictures, and he scares me because he tries he, to do it you while know, driving. I'm, and... I'm cool with that, because you guys, even on the way down there, like, Corey, you got some cool we pictures. Had awesome well, I drove most of the way, but rainbows. I knew that it was time to... Oh, wait, you drove drive. most of the way? No, you did Yes. Oh, did you? Okay. No, you did I not. did, actually. <laughs> well, welcome back. Uh, so <laughs> not home. Home yeah. I drove most now, of the Now, you guys, you guys just came off of a kayak adventure. We did. You guys, I mean, you just you decided to go out and kayak he, for a bit? He's been wanting to get on the water, and today was his day off, so. Perfect. But he warm. wanted to do a sunset. I wish it could have been a little cooler. It was humid. Well, you and were saying no there's like no air and it's just humid. I just like going out, you know, when it's twilight. We turn the lights. We have lights on our kayak. We turn them on and it kind of <sighs> reflects down into the water. The it's, it's cool. It's cool. Actually, it, I think that would hot. be cool. It was hot, actually. And yeah, there were mosquitoes involved. Lots of mosquitoes and we forgot our bug spray, so. Well, there. now you got bit a little bit. I did. Not too bad, though. Usually but I've got whelps by now. It was so. National Relaxation Day today. Oh. So we, we relaxed uh, on the water. We turned it up a little bit. And, oh. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just relax. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't relax. And I wish you'd text me that earlier because I walked on my new, brand new <laughs> treadmill today. You can relax tomorrow. And yeah, I, okay. I'll celebrate relaxation, like, relaxation I'll day tomorrow. <laughs> There we go. Well, 
I got to tell you both, and I, I know Corey knows this, and I, I've been telling you, Shira, and it's going to happen. Today is probably going to be the last really stupid hot day for a while. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. Well. I've seen a few of those outlooks. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to your model minute segment, which we haven't done in a few weeks, so... Yeah. But, I, but I've got some questions on that. But um, tonight we had a little bit of some angry poppers going on. Uh, not too not many. Here. <laughs> no, not here. But I mean, around uh, Jasper, Missouri, uh, there was one around Billings that got a special weather statement, which means 50 mile an hour gusts and maybe nickel sized hail. So it, it's got a little bit of teeth to it, mm-hmm. but they're not lasting long. They're, they're the typical Pop August. Ups. Yeah, the typical pulse. Pop storms, they'll, they'll go up, uh, everybody will go, oh my gosh, look at that. And then they go, boom, and then they're done. And and I, I, I posted the one at Billings uh, saying, you know, it's gonna if it hangs on, and I tell people this, it's not going to hang on that much longer. But And then within 10 minutes, it's basically gone. Yeah, I mean, they started up like in Jasper County, around Jasper, and then they kind of, that one died out, and then... About the same one that one in Lawrence County popped up. You see how that works? Yeah, that was pretty cool. And of course, those things are putting out OBs, outflow boundaries. That's probably what happened there. But uh, they were flying all over the place tonight. Wasn't radar weird? I mean, they're coming from the northeast. They're coming from the southwest. They're coming. I mean, they're just popping everywhere. And that's that's why I was kind of thinking. Okay, there's a cold front coming, which we're going to get into that in a second. there's a cold front going to be sliding in from the northeast and kind of set up shop right over us, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it we're just which gonna... is a what's it when it when it comes from the northeast or from the east? What is it called? I only know one word. One word, yeah. weather wise, rain. Yeah, I no, know. no, she. No, it's it's only, a B word. Yeah, <laughs> I only know the B word. It is a B word. <laughs> it's another B word, but it's not the B word I know. No. I know that because a, I know that's not what that is. It's a B C word. Backdoor cold front. Yeah, no, I have got that one. It's the B D. Yeah, backdoor. Yeah, and that's true because it's coming. I mean, from... why can't it just come and ring the doorbell on the front door? Why the back? Well, that's because a big heat bubble's there, and it's like, get away. <laughs> you know, it's like, push it away. But this, but this little Nobody culprit. answered the front door, so it went around back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it went around back. It's like, look, okay, we're done. We, there's two months of this intensity. Y'all got to go away. Right? <laughs> so now it's coming in from the northeast, which is exactly a backdoor cold front, pushing that big heat bubble way to the southwest. But what it's doing, it's setting up a little boundary and that's going to become uh, some heavy, potentially heavy rain, which, uh, like now, I said, I, I keep love summer. Most I don't, people okay. don't, but I love summer. But I don't like the stupid hot. Mm. I don't do over hundreds. And I'm older than you. It's like no, I don't. I mean, know. I love it in the nineties. Over hundreds is fine as long as that heat index isn't super high. Agreed. Agreed. If we had a really low. Humidity level. We I had could a couple of it. nice days last week. Like yeah. there were a couple of nice days where it was high eighties, low nineties, and I yeah. went and ran errands, and it was nice out. Like I didn't get hot, but exactly. Whew. Now I mentioned this before, and I will I will say it again because I don't know who else is You know the tens of people that listen to this right. podcast. However, you can tell. I mean, you you don't even have to have a hygrometer. Wait. A hygrometer measures relative humidity. You don't have to have one. All you have to do is look at the at the high temperature 
and the low temperature. If there's a big spread, like 25 or 30 degrees between that high and low, you've got a relatively dry atmosphere. You know how I tell if it's humid out or not? Uh, your hair goes... Exactly. <laughs> that, see, that's like a Like yesterday thing. for church, I you know dried my hair nice and straight. <clears throat> that's Within a minutes, thing. it was yes. getting frizzy. It was getting frizzy. So <laughs> I can usually use a curling iron on it, and that right. will help tame it a little. Uh-huh. But like within minutes, it was already. Start- I was like, it must be. And I hadn't even been outside yet, but I was like, it's got to be like stupid humid out because my hair is not working. Yeah, because the, the temperatures like in in most of June and all of July, basically, and part of August, you had the highs around ninety eight, but then you had the lows around seventy five. So that's only like a twenty two degree difference. Which means it the air is holding a lot of moisture. Now, what we're going to get into, hopefully, is 88 or 90, because people are saying, it's supposed to be really cool. Well, yeah, it's August. It's August. So, if you get a high of 89, that's a lot better than 99 it, or it 100. It is usually yeah. hotter in August than July, and yeah. it, we kind of flipped it this year. Right. But, okay, i gotta, I got to say this. Now, what have I been saying the past several podcasts? My hunch... About the heat. The heat. And then all of a sudden like in August. it's going to be cooler in August. It's going to cool down. Now, it's not exactly not what cool, I'm thinking. I'm, it's not exactly what I was thinking. That should have hit by now more than it has if I that was going to so. happen. I would think so. Yeah, because we're, you know, people are already uh, lighting their, their uh, pumpkin spice candles by now. <laughs> They are. You know what I'm saying? Lighting their fire pits. They're, they're chomping at the bit. They're waiting for the yeah. pumpkin spice, everything to come out. Yeah, there's like, you know, 50 degrees. We're going to start up our fire Everybody's pit. Everybody's posting I, already. They're ready for hoodies High school and football fires. starts next week for Branson. Next. For That's winter, Not isn't it? Not this yeah, Friday, right. but <laughs> fall, next Friday fall sports is the are first. In full. Yeah. Wow. Branson schools start August wow. 23rd. And then our 23rd. So it's next Tuesday. But a lot of schools have already started. Oh, yeah. Like a I ton. know. What is up with that? Why? Well, I mean, we are starting a little bit late this year. I feel like... But like when I was a kid, we started in the teens, like August 17th, 18th. I never started till Labor Day. Well, we never started you're in the Labor olden Day. days when the There's official... How the olden days? Yes. That was when the official fall, you know, and everybody went back to school in September. But, yeah. And, and yeah. bigger... I think bigger cities and stuff do. But around here... In the Midwest, we've always started mid-August. But I thought it was early this year because I saw several, like right when we got back from vacation, I saw people on the 10th and 11th starting school. I was like, that feels early. But yeah, we're kind of like... 10th, 11th. Why don't we just go the whole year round? Like Branson, you Hollister, know? I know, both start on the same. Hollister starts 22nd, we start 23rd. 23rd, okay. So we're kind of the last ones. Everyone else has started around us. Forsyth? I mean, I'm sure Forsyth uh, starts, Forsyth the, same starts day. the same day we do. They oh, start okay. to the 23rd. I, I don't know. We learned that because um, we didn't talk about that. Rando and I. Oh, yeah, that's right. We paid a visit to Forsyth. We did. Um, did you guys, were you guys in court or something? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, we were in we're, we're in court. We're trying to plead yeah, our way to, out of the hot weather. We had, to go, <laughs> we had to go visit the Taney County Courthouse. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, we visited a fantastic group of kids. We were invited by the Forsyth Boys and Girls Club yeah. to come talk to some amazing kids. They were kindergarten through a couple of fourth grades. It's like oh, kindergarten fourth through grade. fourth grade. Hmm. Um, and they had some really 
cool questions. Yes, Corey, you have been proud of me. They were very inquisitive. Did you talk? Randy spoke most I of actually, the time. Yeah, I did. I was telling they Corey. They should have recorded that. Well, well, they should. Okay, here's. I told Corey. I said, "Here's Randy on the way in." He's like, "I, I can't do this. I don't. I don't know how to talk to kids. So you're gonna have to lead. You're gonna have to take I over." I did. I did. We get in there, and he like totally takes off, and I don't even like say hardly anything. He do you like know why? ran with it. L- let me tell you why. If they have questions, right. I can answer questions. They had great questions. Because now when we went to the other, was it, was it Hollister? Yes, Hollister. Those were preschoolers. Those so. were preschoolers. But see, Corey was awesome because... Corey's good with little kids. They, was, they, they we did like a presentation with the little hurricane thing and the, and the lightning yeah. thing or whatever. That These was perfect. These had already learned mm-hmm. weather. So like we weren't going to teach them weather. They had already learned it, but then they had questions. For yeah, us. Some of the questions were like. Some of them were fun. No. <laughs> some of them were like. No. Uh, our favorite question was, <laughs> "How do you catch a tornado?" <laughs> it was so cute. Which uh, my first thought was, "Don't. <laughs> you shouldn't uh, and, do that." And you said that's like uh, I know the answer to that. Don't. But then I thought, "Use I, Dorothy like on Twister." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so I thought she meant like, "How do you like catch one? Like, catch, how do you yeah, chase it?" Because I didn't know. Like, how do you go chase a tornado? We caught how do one you catch in a two-liter bottle one time. Remember? <laughs> Right, right. So, yeah, that was fun because she starts describing, I saw on a show one time, and she proceeds to describe the entire scene uh, from Twister. <laughs> from Twister. And then I understood, I was like, oh, Yeah, we were like, no. oh, okay. So she thought the Dorothy actually caught the tornado and, mm-hmm. like, held it in play, like, which would be amazing if we could catch tornadoes in some type of machine, then we wouldn't yeah. have all this damage and, and deaths and things. But right, right. unfortunately, we have not figured out how to catch them yet. No. And, and we should not try. But you know what was darling? Those kids were so engaged. All of them. They like were sitting there were like on raising their hands it. all the time. They were on their knees with their hands up, asking questions the whole time. It, it, and it okay. was great. You would have been proud I of would me. Have. Corey, you wouldn't have to do anything. Just, just stand there. I like, was laughing okay. at him when we got out there. I was like... <laughs> Telling me I'm going to have to talk, I was like, I might as well not have been there. But but if you ask me a question, right. I can talk about weather. But my my problem was trying to entertain, like you said, kindergartners. Like I don't know, I didn't, I didn't get me, <laughs> Corey go. But anyway. it was fun. It was fun, and we um, had some other prospects come out of that. We've had some other. Oh, people we did. Email oh, us. that's right. Oh, okay. So, but okay, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll wait till we know yeah. more details. But, but we've this had is some bigger. other people, much bigger, oh, um, yes. contact us wanting us to speak and, and work with them. So, well, we anyway, have to make sure that Corey is off. Speaking but, of one, oh, we're going to go segue here. Okay. Okay. Uh, your hero retweeted our, our photo of the rocket going up that I took. You mean James Spann? Yeah, he retweeted <gasps> our picture. It was stormed our weather right on his. Twitter feed. Oh, I didn't see that. Chris, uh, I'm not on weather Corey was or super Twitter. Excited. You're not on weather. I'm not. On, well, I'm not on Twitter. He's like Twitter my, weather. He's same like my favorite I weather guy retweeted my he's picture. Not my favorite. It's no, Randy's favorite weather. I, you made it sound I, like it was your weather. Well, favorite. I admire but James Spann. I mean, we had tons of James likes and tweets Spann. on that one. James Spann is a big. He's big. We went through Birmingham. That's where he's at, right? Yeah, yeah Birmingham. We drove through there. It's a lot bigger than I thought. Birmingham. Grant drove us through there. Yeah, he did. He drove okay. us through Montgomery and Birmingham. But Corey, I thought you drove most of the way. We let Grant drive two hours at <laughs> a, a little time. Bit. Oh, okay, a little, little <laughs> bit. A little bit until Mom nearly had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> we, we won't talk about that. You talk about that. <laughs> yeah, um, but no. When you look at the top ten weather podcasts in the world or whatever, 
Weather Brains is number one, and that's James's podcast. Oh, okay. okay no, okay. he yeah, he's done. We're, we're, we're I think just, we're still ten. We're piddly number ten. Are, are we? We need to look at it. I haven't looked in a while. We we hung out at ten for a while. We were to eleven, and then I got really depressed. It's like <laughs> we dropped no, a number. I want, and then I checked like a month later. It's like okay, we're back up to. 10. And then we're we gonna, paid a bunch of people off. And yeah, well, yeah, we got <laughs> we jumped right back up to ten. <laughs> I want to be at nine. That's what I do. <laughs> anyway, okay, we're we're talking about. Um, hey, let's let let's look backward a second. Um, last week, okay, we did the podcast last week on Sunday. Yes. And <clears throat> going through puberty again. Okay, so on Sunday. On Monday, we had severe weather here. Was that the, no, was that the day the sirens went off? That's the day the okay. sirens, yes. Yeah. And I ha- Let's talk about that. Yes. Uh, hail, we got lots of hail. I opened up my door. Okay. We okay. got no hail over in our house, by Which the way. We just got the high okay. winds, lots of rain. The, okay, now this is funny, and I hope you laugh because I laughed. I had gone to see my mother because I thought, okay, it's going to get kind of weird later on the day. So I went up there early, and I got some flowers. I am not, you know, we talked about green thumb, whatever. Yeah, we're not green thumb the, the, the zinnias I had in my, my pots out in front were like monster, you know, kill me flowers. So I took them away. And I said, I just want something small. So mom gave me a couple of, of vinca uh, plants. I came home. What was that? Vinca? Vinca. V-I-N-C-A. I've never heard of a vinca plant. Yeah, Vinka. He's a bad guy on Stranger Things. Oh, Are you kidding? That's Vecna. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll show you when, when you guys when you guys talk, talk. about monster flowers. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ooh, I don't want any Vecna flowers. No, don't even monster flowers. Those no. are devil flowers. <laughs> yeah. But, but what happened is I was so excited, so I came home. I transplanted. She, she, she gave me the plants in like little, I forget what it was. Oh, like a pot. So when I got home, I transplanted the plants into my things. I was so happy. Well, then an hour or so later, here comes this severe thunderstorm. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Blow them away. <laughs> well, no, but I was like uh, doing live casts and, and stuff, which we'll get to the second live cast, and saying, you know, it's severe, blah, blah, blah. I go outside to make a video, and these little plants that I had just planted hail is just like hailing like, no! We didn't get any hail, but Corey's maters did not fare well in the wind. Oh, they, were all, they were all laying sideways they on the ground. They were all on the on ground. On wind? Yeah. yeah. I, see, I didn't have any wind. We I had the, hail. We had the high My wind. My goodness. <laughs> and it was confirmed later to be a downburst. It was a downburst oh, over Brandon. We, That's what we, caused all that. We had the really? reason for yeah, the yeah. sirens at our house. Maybe that's why they sounded the sirens for that downburst. It they didn't be. get really up there to... Outdoor warning siren criteria in my book. Uh, me either, but I I get why they did. Does it, it just seem like a lot of people out? Well, let, let's talk about that because all of a sudden I I thought I heard something. I was like, nah, yeah. that's. Right. I didn't hear them, but my phone started blowing up. All oh of my, my friends God. started the texting me, and texting, saying, oh my "Why God. are the sirens going off?" And I'm like. What they are? So they're then we like, had to step what? outside to even hear them because the wind was so loud. Well, that's they're designed to be outside. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the wind and rain was so loud. So then we opened the door. I'm like, oh, they are going off. But then, and my first thought was, without even talking to Corey, was, well, the high winds, and we are an outdoor tourism. You, know, you are smart. I'm like, we've we have, trained you well. We but, have lots of outdoor activities in Branson, so they kind of have to warn people to get in out of it. Perfect. But then they. The, even the indoor places were like letting or they were making, making people, people take, take cover, cover like it was they a tornado. Know. They don't know. They yeah. hear sirens and they think tornado. Well, that's true. Well, see, that's why I went back on I, because I had already done a live cast. I thought oh, I'm gonna have to go and back. We've on had again. to do this more than once. I feel exactly. like there I should be. A, yeah, I have. feel like there should be a slightly different sound. 
But how would people know the difference? <laughs> See, that's that exactly. I would, but they wouldn't. Right. Yeah, it'd be I nice mean, to know. Though tourists wouldn't it would know. It would be nice the to know. You know, back in the day mm-hmm. when you had a storm, you didn't have. I'm talking early, late seventies, early eighties. You had civil defense or cops, firemen, all spread out all over town looking at the clouds. And once they saw something, then they sound. The they would sound the sirens. Yeah. Well, you still have storm spotters, but it's hard to tell. What did is this a, uh, a an observed tornado that they're sounding the sirens for? Is this the first thing we're going to look at, at radar? You know. Yes. And there was no rotation on radar. Nothing. There were some was interesting velocities, like they speed were bright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were right. That's what we say. You know, uh, well, the tornado we say tight and bright. If they're red and green are together and they're bright, that means you could have rotation. But they weren't together. That's the problem. But the thing is, if so, you hear if you hear tornado warnings, first of all, everyone should have a weather radio, so they would well, have known right, right. That, that it was not a tornado. And I mean, immediately just turn on your TV or. Look at Stormdar. I mean, look at a weather source. They message us, which is fine. Well, but I, I never heard an explanation whether it was the high winds or because it was dropping half dollar size tail downtown. What? Yeah. So, I mean, it really it could have been Absolutely. a warning to just oh, get people. I didn't realize at, half dollar size yeah, tail. It sure it was. It could have oh, been that, a, a warning just to get people in. I mean, we are been, an outdoor tourism and town. It, it was probably yep. right. And I, I kid you not, the way the signature was, it was probably right on the city offices downtown. Is where they were dumping that wow. hill. That's probably why they went on. I had several posts. Wow. I saw several posts on Facebook of people that were in town, like doing touristy things, um, and they had to take cover. Like they were, they thought there was a tornado warning. They were told by the sources there, you know, hey, we have to get you all into this room. We're under a tornado warning because the tornado sirens are right. going up. And right. I felt bad because I was like, mm, we weren't. We were never. I mean, that's fine though if they wanted to put you in a safe room because one building was beyond the lens. Which is a huge glass. The whole foyer is all glass. Oh, so, you know, if we're having high winds and hail, that's great. Move people out of that area. And, and that's what I said. That's what I said because I went back on and I showed people. It's like, and I think I even said kind of timidly, it's like there's not a tornado happening, but. And then but that's what I said. There's dangerous winds and hail. But, yeah, and... but I said the criteria is usually. I mean, I thought it. Personally, I thought I handled it pretty good. And let's be cl- I need to clear something up. I did see okay. this posted a couple of times. Um, people were saying that the sirens go off automatically if, oh, if the yeah. winds... Oh, no, 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 And no, it was no, no, like... No. Um, no. I could not... I didn't comment, but I saw several times they're like, well, they just go off automatically if the winds reach a certain speed. I'm like, no. No. Someone no. has to actually physically activate and them. And that was being posted on a Facebook a page here in Branson. That other that is not ours. weird page. Yeah, a news and weather page. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. So they were. They don't yes, know what they're talking. They about. were saying that they had, you know, hey, it's based on the wind speed. They automatically go off. I'm like, no, 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 no. They they have to be activated. Well, it could be based on wind speed, but they're not. They don't automatically go off. Right. They, you have they to, don't you know, go off on their a own. decision has to be made. Has a button. Right. And he has it on his <laughs> phone, and he can sound that siren from his, from his iPhone. Couch. Which is so hey, cool. I think it's Which great. Which is so cool. I mean, he can make that decision. That's awesome. And go, he doesn't bam. have to get out in the weather if it's bad. He can take well, cover and there. still sound silent. I mean, silent. he's out there. Right. He's, he's in the know. He knows. Right, but. Yeah, and I really appreciate Ted because he, I mean, he's even said 
like in past, it's like you know you got to follow credible places like Stormdar Weather. He's yeah. mentioned. He's, he yes, he that. has mentioned us. Yes, but we should interview him. But I would. I wanted to. We should interview. I would I'm, love to have you know him. Here. I will totally call Ted Martin. Okay. And be like, we want to interview you. We're, we're, we run we this podcast know the and criteria, people love us. The criteria. We want to know uh, the criteria. criteria. Are you from England? <laughs> <laughs> the criteria. <laughs> My name is Criteria. It, it did knock down a power pole, like a light it pole. It blew I saw that, yeah. trees and limbs so everywhere. Was it was, I mean, we don't, and we don't even have to ask him about that. I would just like to know from an emergency What's managers. What's your criteria? What is the, well, just what from, makes you set them off? Well, well, we yeah. know the criteria, right? But I mean, so to, to say, get, but exactly. But just to get him to and get say, him to say it, say Ted, bro, and, and to tell us that yes, I do have to push a button. Garen's rubbing off on him, I guess. I tell you what, yeah. Hey, Garen, talking about you've been that. around Garen too much. No, so, uh, no, bruh. It, it would be bruh. bruh. Okay, oh, we need to move on anyway. Uh, <laughs> Okay, we talked about that. The cool. Okay, the average high. I want to tell everybody we we've been. I've kind of loosely kept this in the each podcast, but our average high, and of course, this is based on Springfield data, has been ninety degrees for several weeks now. But as of the sixteenth, today tomorrow. is Monday the fifteenth. So to, tomorrow is the sixteenth. The average high starts going down. So as of tomorrow, the average high in Springfield is 89 degrees. So we're now, well, what that means is we are now officially in that downgrade thing. And like Corey said, and I didn't even realize it, what you just said, meteorological meteorological spring is in two weeks. It also happens this week. The Perseids? No, oh, that was well, yesterday. Relaxation that, day. Nothing besides that. Okay, what? In like three days, the sunset comes before eight o'clock, and the days are oh, getting shorter. Oh, okay. So okay. Oh, okay. Oh, <coughs> <laughs> I need to start talking like Garen does. <laughs> you need to work on Garen. <coughs> yeah. No, okay. Teach so, his accent. so are we going to start now? The sunsets before eight o'clock. Before now? eight again. Before eight o'clock. I mean, well, at, today it was like eight oh three. So okay, so we're the basically next, there. It would days. sure help with getting kids to bed for school. Exactly. <laughs> if the sun would go down. Exactly. Now, when is it's that? It's hard to put people in bed when it's yeah, eight o'clock at well, night. When is that daylight saving time adjustment thing? Is that? A, Are you talking that, about the like when they're when we're not going to change bed? I mean, I mean that's twenty twenty three. I heard in the next couple of years. They've not got this year. some programming to do with all the airlines and everything before they can even start and that. windows yeah they got a really windows. Yeah, windows mac or they're good no the mac's, mac's gonna mac just knows but they the apple will figure they it out knew it was yeah. coming before i don't know about the main people though okay no i had it sorry i shouldn't have said that <laughs> <laughs> we still like you even we hey, could have use a, an we could have a y2k24 problem on our hands with Y2K this daylight K-O-4. well Y2K-O-4. for some people k24 well, yeah no Two K twenty four. Two K. I remember what you just said. Yeah, Y two K. Y two K twenty four. Remember that? I remember Y two K. Oh gosh, yes. I worked. Everybody in, was. Freaking I worked in a hospital, out. and they literally didn't know if our computers were going to work past midnight. They came in and they downloaded some new software and all kinds of stuff, and we were not oh, sure right. if everything was going to crash after midnight. Well, you know, and it's so funny because I, I of course, I played. You know, the the New Year's Eve show at the Hughes Brothers and it's like I wasn't even concerned I wasn't I really personally wasn't concerned, concerned. I don't care if, if I couldn't work oh darn 
<laughs> you know. Yeah. No, oh, well. not, not, not the Hughes brothers. I was uh, Y2K. I was not. Wow, they were the, young back then. Yeah, so say were the Hughes brothers? They were even. They were here. No, I was. I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. Hey, before we get to Corey's model minute, I want to. Uh, say that the Storm Prediction Center, uh, we'll find out tomorrow, has placed a lot of southwest Missouri, pretty much the far southwest Missouri, at a marginal risk tomorrow. I've been trying to, to pinpoint and look at models and figure out when stuff's going to happen. And I think the main batch is going to go through in the afternoon, but then more stuff is going to develop later. I don't know. you like one to four-ish? Yeah, but 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 I've seen different things. Right. Is it going to rain tomorrow? Nah, it's going to. Oh, okay. You know, you go go kayaking, you'll be fine. <laughs> Not only so, go kayaking, but boy, I gotta love a good storm, and if I can take a nap during it, that'd be even better. Oh, because I can't. We so need rain, I, though. I we do need rain, so we're, we're out there. I mean um, that 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 drought. Yes, know, yes. Of course, the drought. It's weird because it. It's measured on Tuesday, but it doesn't come out till Thursday. Which is weird. I know. <laughs> it takes a while to calculate all. It, it's. It's different getting drought information than any other information because you have to calculate water tables and this, that, and the other, and it's just you know harder to do. Yeah. So it takes a couple of days, and then they have to make the graphics and all that. But yeah, two days. We're I headed mean, in the right direction. Uh, we are. I mean, and Garen tried to do the uh, the drought the drought update. I, I mean, think he did an excellent job. He did. I I, I don't know if I still have his. Uh, For not having a clue what he was doing. Uh, I, no. I think he did an excellent. Well, job. I forced it on. I was like, dude, you're doing drought. So here's what you say. He looked it up. He did a good job. Yeah, but I told him what to say. But he still looked it up. <laughs> yeah, but I told him what to say. He tried anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's time to get. I love. I haven't played this in a while. So let's get to the next segment. Model minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. It is time for the Model Minute. So, Corey, I'm going to toss this to you because you've got all the radar to do that in a month. Well, Corey's got got the radar stuff. We got rain coming. So, what do you want to know exactly? Well, okay. Well, there's a few things. What (laughs) do you want to know? Timing is the first thing I want to know. What do you want from me? Well, (laughs) look up your fun facts. No. Okay. What is today? The 15th? Uh, I think so. Monday the 15th, 15th. yes. (sighs) Well, the model's already (laughs) screwed up because it has rain right over us right now, and it's not raining. Well, okay, we need to move on to the next segment. (laughs) Model did done. That's what the GFS is doing. No. It's, it's, it could, we could get some rain tonight. Okay. We'll see. Uh, let, let, Let me interject. I know you hate this, but let me interject. The only reason that I checked radar for poppers is because I checked the NAM earlier and it said poppers. And I was like, there's no poppers here. And then I yeah. checked radar and went, oh, there's poppers here. And there were. So that's the only reason but I checked that. The atmosphere is pretty ripe today for, uh, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, psh, it went to Wordle. <laughs> Oh, God, don't do Wordle. Stormed our Wordle. No. No, Wordle's probably better than the models. I hate Wordle. At predicting the Don't even go with it. Okay. Okay, so, models. Well, we're going to go into uh, an active pattern kind of-ish. Yeah, I mean, what are you looking at? I mean, timing, because... We're we're looking at the GFS right now, and uh, scattered at best for tomorrow, I would say. More of a chance in central Missouri. 
I wish that could have shifted down this way. Now, have you noticed the uh, rainfall amounts went up a little for us? Just a little bit. I did this afternoon. They issued a, a, yeah. a, a graphic that's a little bit higher. Yeah. Well, there's kind of some uh, heavier precipitation hitting us. I'm trying to... I don't have my iPad, and I have my little phone here. <laughs> you should write. Well, your iPad... Is, well, you've been in a kayak. You, can't, you don't want to put your iPad in a We car. didn't want to leave There's the some iPad interesting in stuff above us, right over us, starting scattered stuff, and then some heavier stuff starting at... Thir- Tuesday night, 10 p.m.-ish, in that time frame, into midnight into overnight Tuesday. Okay. So scattered stuff up until Tuesday night, then the heavier stuff. Maybe that's when we're going to get the bulk of our one and a half to two inches. Okay. That coincides with the with the timeline graphic yeah. that they pushed out. That Branson, really not a lot until maybe, later. Maybe a little earlier, 7 o'clock-ish on Tuesday night. Oh, really? Okay. Into, uh, yeah. We'll see what they say tomorrow with the... Uh, Short range models. This is just the GFS I'm using okay. right here. Um, but uh, scattered stuff sticking around through Wednesday, and then it moves out Wednesday afternoon ish. That, that's what I'm thinking. And that's why I told Garen, it's like, let's go Wednesday after, after this goes out. I mean, I think it's going to end sooner than that. Personally, I do that's too. A, that's a and it, it usually does. But we, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to Saturday now. Oh, okay. Saturday looks way even more way. interesting to me with a little bit of heavier heavier activity. Saturday. Uh, oh, heavier. Really? Between uh, 3 p.m., 7 p.m. in that area. Prime time, actually. I haven't looked that far. Interesting. Oh, yeah. There's Saturday. It's much better uh, coverage. Wow. For heavier. Okay. You know, pretty good Oh, jeez. Yeah. Of course, Corey's just showing me this, so you can't see it. So. <laughs> I love when he shows pictures over. And then scattered stuff remains up until Sunday afternoon into the evening. We're talking into the, uh, that's the 20th and 21st. Okay. Scattered stuff into Monday, and then really nothing much to talk about until we get to Wednesday, the 24th. Of course, this is. Yeah, we're getting way out there now. Scattered stuff. It's 10 days. Yeah, yeah, 10 days out. We don't want to talk too much about that. But, you know, this looks promising for for uh, Tuesday into Wednesday and possibly this weekend. Nice. Now, uh, again, I mean, when we get way out there, sure. I don't want to talk a lot about it. But I did notice something, and I want to, in subsequent podcasts, maybe next week, I want you to look at it. The GFS, which is one model that goes out this around the 29th, is forecasting the highs in the low 70s and lows in the mid 50s. Well, I'm not looking at temperatures here. Right, right. But but again, that's way out. So I don't even want to like address that right now, because well, but I wanted to put that bug in your head because yeah. Well, the temperature is going to be great the next few days. Yes, yes. I want to go out and play disc golf because I'm fat. Even though I got a, a brand new uh, uh, treadmill, did I mention that that I got a brand I don't, new treadmill? Maybe, maybe once or twice. Yeah, I got a brand new treadmill. I yeah, see I what you're seeing. I see what you're seeing there. Okay, it's so definitely a thing. But it's way out there, so it's hour two eighty-eight, like, like, yeah, something like that. It's like way. So I mean, and the accuracy level of that, you just oh, can't man. put a lot of. Faith I'm in. seeing one day. 
That's what I'm talking High about. Seventy five. That's what I mean. Then down into the fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But it's that's two weeks out. But it's also September. When we, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. get <to> September. <laughs> that's exactly it's, right. Which is which blows my mind that we're almost to September. I can't believe it. I mean, well, I, I gotta get ready for Christmas at work, and I know you have to. Oh, also, jeez, I, I don't even know. want to talk about that. Oh no, I don't. Want to. Yeah, well, we have been so numb. Of this whole heat wave for what two? It's full been an months? unprecedented heat wave. We have it's been unrelenting. It's been terrible. So, what are you looking at over there? It's my phone. I'm seeing oh. if it was important. I thought you were looking at your water jiggling like we we're having an earthquake, but that's just me moving the table. And it's funny because I was I was looking at earthquake YouTube videos before oh, yeah? you guys came over. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, go on. So, but it's been no relief. You know, uh-uh. we had that drought. Relentless. But, you know, if we can get an end to this drought with the pattern we see here, we've had worse. We have had worse droughts. Than we this. have had worse. Well, actually, we actually have had a lot worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, it's been a crazy heat wave, but we've had worse droughts. Agreed. Oh, Agreed. Yeah, yeah we, we've had some summers. Is We've had zero rain for, like, months. And it's not over yet. No, some it's, it's par- parts of Missouri though. The, there's no drought in a, a swath of central Missouri. No drought at all. Not even abnormally which, which dry. Is weird. Yeah, I know. That, that's so weird. Now I noticed that we have gone from Branson from D what four to D three, or D three to D D two. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. Yeah, one. it's 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 improving for sure. I don't know. I will. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to the later. Uh, okay. Uh, well, now it's time to get to the next segment. It's tropical. And Corey and I were just talking about the tropics. And, you know, earlier, I mean, the Atlantic right now, August 15th, there is nothing out there. I'm glad to say we did not experience anything tropical while we were down in Florida. I'm sad. We had some crazy storms. Crazy storms, but nothing. No hurricanes. Oh, we talked about those severe thunderstorms. Oh, my God. (laughs) We talked about that a lot on there. No, but I was hoping for at least a tropical storm because... Corey's my friend, and I would like to experience a tropical storm, and maybe you wanted to experience a tropical well, storm. Well, let me tell you. Okay. I've wanted to, to experience two things in Florida, and I got to do the one of them, mm-hmm. and I got two of them in one day, and that's a rocket launch. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. That I got that out of the way. All right. So you're good. There's only one thing left, which is no. a hurricane. You, you are, want to do the hurricane thing. You are thing. on your own, buddy. No, you're going to come with me. No, no, I'm there's not. There's nothing like hunkering down. Oh, no, no, no. During no, no. a hurricane. Nope. Leave the kids nope. at home. Hunkering down with a... To be foster kids. You know what? You go find somebody <laughs> from the weather Hunkering down channel. with a good looking woman. <laughs> with the lights there you go. off, candlelight, with that wind of howling outside. With the house blowing down around you. Do you hear that? And wind of howling. rely on me to keep you safe. Yeah, you ain't My weather s- instincts. You're not going to stop 100, degree, 100, 100 mile an hour winds degree. from hurting what? me. Huh? What? Well, there is a little bit of a danger element mixed in. That's just that's what makes it cool. A the little? Adrenaline. A little bit? Uh, a little? I think a lot of adventure. <laughs> I have some friends down in you know, Florida. We could probably stay with them. I know people. You were texting one trying to find out where to go and <laughs> we can stay with her. I'm sure she would have left. She's like, see ya. No, you can have the house. I'm going. She cannot leave because she 
delivers the mail. And you I know, don't care. There's no mail being delivered during a right, hurricane. But y'all can house sit. Yes. You all can she house no. delivers no I'll matter what. I'll be safe here in Missouri. You have fun. No. Go tie yourself to a stop sign and then blow away with the stop sign. Well, and then, but you have, but he has to have somebody to videotape him. You go like hang out on, like with Jim the Weather Can, Channel people, like Jim Cantori. You know, like was hanging on to the cha- to the stop sign and blowing and yeah. Yeah, you go hang out with the Weather Channel people. I will be safe here in Missouri with our kids, telling them all the great things about their. So father. you're not going to be jealous <laughs> if Corey and Jim Cantori are hanging out, being best buds nope, in a hurricane. Not at all. Okay, well... When they see their dad fly away, they're like, <laughs> he had a good life. <laughs> and he, he was very happy. He was a good dad. He was a good dad, and he was very happy. All right, I think... <laughs> Died doing what he loved. <laughs> oh, God. This is getting morbid. I think we need to get to the weather school. So this week's weather school is all about weather balloons and how they can assist in feeding... Weather school? What? We're going to do some tropical updates. He just did. Well, I'm not done. Tropical. Oh wait, it's I didn't. Tropical. I didn't do the, the Pacific. Song and everything. Oh wait, did did I skip a whole bunch? Yeah, you did. Okay, let's start over. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I heard a tropic update. We it's said you're talking about it's hurricanes. It's your fault. It's tropical. Oh sure, blame it on me. Yeah, of course. Well, you're here, so okay. So nothing going on in the Atlantic. Where did I? Where did I go off the rails? Not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure either. <laughs> talking about Corey hanging on to a sign. Well, yeah. no. But we talked about nothing going on in the Atlantic, but but we did not talk about the Pacific. That's no. true. Uh, tropical storm Ivette with the letter I. The Pacific is all the way to the letter I, 445 miles southwest of the tip of Baja. Ivette. Yeah, I V E T T E. How else would you spell Ivette? But what is the Atlantic on? Like C D? Yeah, gonna be D F D if yeah yeah. I mean, there's nothing going on in the Atlantic. And that's why I wanted, I've been asking for like the past three or four podcasts of you to give the Saharan dust update. So we'll get that in the B block. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Tropical Storm Ivette, 445 miles southwest of the tip of Baja. Uh, maximum sustained wind is 40, and that's pretty much what it's going to be. And then it's heading west. Drifting west at two miles per hour, and really, that thing should just dissipate by Friday. So it's really not going to be a big deal. But we've had more development and named storms in the Pacific. That's the big thing. Well, well, the the sand is going away. It is. Yeah. Well, then we should start getting some Atlantic development then. Well, I'm glad you should mention that because okay. this is where we're going to bring up the uh, Model Minute Tropical Update Ooh, version okay. edition. okay. Yeah, okay. Do I need to play the deal again? Okay, no, we're good. good. We're good. <laughs> right now, see, I got the ability <laughs> on my uh, personal communications device. Oh, my God. Your PC, PCD? Yeah. PCD, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a, well, it's an iPhone. I can pull up any uh, area of the tropical. Uh, I think they got that. I have I have the Caribbean, I have the Gulf of Mexico, I have the uh, Eastern, well, it's West Atlantic, but I'm going to bring up the Eastern Atlantic. Okay, so tell me what's you know, going on. Cape, the, the, the Verde Islands, Bird, or, yep. or the Verde, or whatever. You right, 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 right. Verde. Right. Whatever you want to call Whatever, it. yeah. Of course, I'm on my iPhone, and... Trying to push the little buttons. Do you need the glasses that Karen has nope. so you can actually see so, your uh, <laughs> Okay. It's there's some interesting waves. It's trying to really, you know, start something. We got some lows. 
starting around uh, an area of interest. Of course, this is a few days away here. We're talking August 25th. That's a ways, you know, you got to take it with a grain That's of salt. 10 days, yeah. You got to take it with a grain of salt. We have a low developing. Oh, right, right. You're looking at the GFS, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the HDEP, okay. But it's like a train of lows. It's not just one low. It's one, two, three, possibly another fourth, and they're back to back to back to oh. back. And they're looking very interesting as I scroll through, you know. Because you can all see that out in podcast Oh, land. my gosh. Okay, so, now I see what you're talking there's, about. There's, some, there's something, you know, to, to keep an eye on. So maybe by the end of the month, yes. since there's no Saharan Desert, Correct. we're going to start getting that. Because we we're all gonna, should know by now, I mean, the, the biggest tropical systems are coming off of the Cape Verde Islands. Right. So oh. it looks like we're about to that prime time to really start watching out for tropical development. Okay. Now I'm really curious. We need to keep bringing this back. Yeah. So we so on the model minute we need to have the normal model minute, but we need to have right, the right. tropical sure. model minute. Because I got all kinds of tropical information here. Oh. Now, this is a this is a good one to watch out for the I ones coming Corey. right off of Africa. <laughs> I miss Corey. So. Sharon and I try, but it's like if Corey were here, he could just tell us stuff. Uh, Sharon just rambles. Sure. No, sure. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. Very interesting. Now I'm going to make a note that we need to start doing that. So good deal. Okay. Now is it time for the weather school? Sure. Okay. So it's time for the weather school. And this week's weather school is all about weather balloons and how they affect uh, the, well, how they can contribute to the models predicting the weather. And there's really cool stories in this. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. The National Weather Service just said there will be a special weather balloon launch due to the potential of some severe weather developing later today. What's a weather balloon? A weather or sounding balloon is a type of high-altitude balloon that carries instruments aloft to send back information on atmospheric pressure, temperature, humidity, and wind speed by means of a small, expendable measuring device called a radiosonde. A radiosonde is a battery-powered telemetry instrument that measures various atmospheric parameters and transmits them back by radio to a ground receiver. Radiosondes on weather balloons can be tracked by radar, radar direction finding, or navigation systems such as GPS. Balloons that are meant to stay at a constant altitude for long periods of time are known as transosondes. Weather balloons that do not carry an instrument pack are used to determine upper-level winds and the height of cloud layers. A radiosonde that is dropped from an airplane and falls, rather than being carried by a balloon, is called a dropsonde. 
Specialized radiosondes are used for measuring particular parameters, such as determining the ozone concentration. The balloon itself produces the lift and is usually made of a highly flexible latex material, though chloroprene may be used and the radiosonde hangs at the lower end of the string. The balloon is usually filled with hydrogen due to lower costs, although helium can also be used. The ascent rate can be controlled by the amount of gas which with the balloon is filled. Weather balloons may reach altitudes of 25 miles or more, limited by the diminishing pressure causing the balloon to expand to such a degree that it disintegrates. A parachute attached to the end of the balloon allows the radiosonde to fall slowly to the ground at speeds less than 22 miles an hour after the balloon bursts. Each radiosonde contains a mailing bag and instructions on what to do if you find one. About 20% of the 75,000 radiosondes sent up each year in the U.S. are found and returned. These instruments are fixed and reused, saving the government money. For lower altitudes, a smaller ceiling balloon is used to determine the altitude of cloud bases. And for much higher altitudes, sounding rockets are used. And for even higher altitudes, satellites are used. Weather balloons are launched around the world for observations used to diagnose current conditions as well as by human forecasters and computer models for weather forecasting. About 800 locations around the globe do routine releases twice a day. Some facilities will also do occasional supplementary special releases when meteorologists determine that there is a need for additional data between the 12-hour routine launches in which time much can change in the atmosphere. One of the earliest documented uses of weather balloons was by a French meteorologist, Leon Tesserin de Bourg. He was actively launching weather balloons as early as 1896. His work was instrumental in the discovery of the tropopause and the stratosphere. Because de Boer's work was so instrumental, he was honored by having both a crater on the moon and a crater on Mars named after him. In the early 1900s, a meteorologist and geophysicist by the name of Alfred Wegener used weather balloons to perform experiments which led him to discover the continental drift theory. He published his theory in 1912. His theory was met with a lot of resistance and wasn't accepted until the 1960s, more than 30 years after his death. He has also been honored by having both a crater on the moon and a crater on Mars named after him. James Van Allen, who would later discover our Earth's Van Allen belts, also performed many important weather balloon experiments in the 1950s. Time magazine honored him as Man of the Year in 1960. Imagine what you could discover by launching your own mission to the edge of space. Weather balloons are typically manufactured from latex. Latex is a natural substance found in many plants. Plants use latex as a defense against herbivorous insects. 
This milk-like liquid can be extracted from trees, much like maple syrup is extracted from maple trees. Once the latex is naturally extracted, it is spun in a mold in the shape of the balloon and cured. Each balloon is then inflated and inspected for leaks and defects before being shipped out to distributors and customers. A little fun fact: in July of 1982, truck driver Larry Walters tied 42 weather balloons to a lawn chair with the goal of flying out of Los Angeles. Following the wind currents over the desert and coming to rest safely in the Rocky Mountains, the balloons had more lifting power than Walters bargained for. However, and within minutes, his flying lawn chair had shot up to a chilly sixteen thousand feet. Thankfully, Walters had an air gun aboard, and he was able to shoot out a few of the balloons, descending safely into a backyard in Long Beach, California. It's nearly impossible to predict the weather without knowing the conditions of the upper atmosphere. It may be sunny and quiet at sea level, but at 18,000 feet, a weak storm system could soon turn into something more dangerous. By sending up regular squadrons of balloons to measure the conditions of the upper atmosphere, meteorologists can keep tabs on brewing storms. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather@gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. I love me a good weather balloon. <laughs> Do you? You can buy them on eBay and Amazon, and I think you've told me that before. Send them off all you want. <laughs> of course, you probably have to. Contact somebody before you do that because you know it's like a FAA well, or somebody. It's like when you burn and have a big fire when you're like not supposed to burn. It's like, <laughs> oh wait, we're burning at the control burn. Same goes for like weather balloons, right? And people things being lifted up into the space, basically. Yeah. Where, you, where you, would you purchase one? You can buy them online. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, you used to be able to on Amazon. eBay has them. We need some. We need some. You put a GoPro on it, and you can lift it up. But you have to have a GPS on it so you can find it eventually. Well, yeah, that would help. Because <laughs> some of them, you get caught in the wind, and they go, you know, two hundred miles. To drive eight hours away to find it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, you may you may have another trip to Florida. There but you there's go. There's tons of YouTube videos of people doing that. You can look at That's it. It's, it's really cool. cool. It's really cool. And you get ice forming on the camera up there. It's really cool. Because it can go like hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. sure. oh wow. Yeah. That's way above the airplanes. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, there's your weather balloon, weather school, and now it's time for the in other news. And I, I wanted to pick your brain, Corey, on this. Is okay. Noah is saying, still saying, there's going to be an above-average hurricane season in the Atlantic, and it's in. We're in the middle of August, and there hasn't been much. So, what's your spin on that? What? Do you got any insight? Why do they keep saying that? Well, you get that Saharan dust out of the way, and if the models are, they're you know they're trying to latch onto something, they're well, trying to latch onto a tropical train, basically like system after system after system, like three or four of them in a row there. Well, you're saying that they're just gonna <sighs> at the end of the month they're gonna keep just start 
going. This isn't going to be a record-setting season for sure. I don't think it is, but they they say it. We're talking. Well. We're still looking with this latest up update from the National Hurricane Center. Fourteen to twenty named storms, and we're only on like the third or fourth. In yeah, the, in the Atlantic. This is yeah, the Atlantic. The Atlantic, right? Hur- six to ten hurricanes. Have we had any hurricanes yet? I don't think so. Something got to happen in 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 yeah. September. If if something. But we're still expecting <laughs> three to five major hurricanes, which is category three or above. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> so, something three to five, and here we are, August. We're mid-August, fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, what now? Peak peak season is what second week in September or third week? Well, I mean, it's, it depends on what you look at. Yeah. If you think of major storms. Hurricane Andrew in 1992 started developing at in 1992 it would have developed on started developing on August 14th which was yesterday. Okay. All right. So the major ones are starting to I think okay. Katrina would have been it right around the August. same time August 23rdish somewhere in there. Okay. So that's just mid, me mid to late about, August yeah, 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 type. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, well, it you know, like you said, if the Saharan dust is out of the way, if conditions are right, we should be ex- starting to explode going going stuff going but forward. But that major hurricanes, I'm looking at this graphic that was put out just recently, and that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot of major hurricanes. Three to five? Major, yeah. Now, we're not talking about that's going to hit land exactly this, this yeah what this means is they're expecting those to develop not slam into the any type of land mass the 14 to 20 name storms can be anything tropical you know 39 miles per hour or greater sure so yeah. they have 70 percent confidence right now which that's is actually likely. a lot that's likely yeah that's More that's a lot well yeah. i'm very curious in the next two podcasts I'm very curious to see how this goes. So let's let's make sure we kind of kind of look at that or whatever. Uh, did you hear? Oh, the, by the way, oh, I'll what? tell you this: we okay. We're, we're, we'll be on D our next storm. D okay. We've had Alex, Bonnie, and Colin. I Danielle you, will be next. I thought you were saying Alex, Bonnie, and Clyde. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say. Would have been cool, but they <laughs> they dropped the bomb on that. They should have done that. They should have done that. They should have done Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde. Clyde. Yep. <laughs> Oh God! I am so. Oh, what better name for a hurricane? But yeah, Clyde, exactly. Um, the okay. Another thing I've saw the in Seoul, South Korea, they've had had some historic rainfall that's called caused flooding, and partially Seoul, Seoul, South Korea is partially underwater right now. Wow! Uh, yeah, I mean. It, there's weird weather going on all over the place. Have you seen the Vegas monsoons? I have not seen oh, the Vegas. Vegas caused, has been flooded. Is that the what past... caused the airport to be so backed up? It's one of the reasons. No, they've wait a had, I haven't looked. They've so what's had going a on? foot of water over the major I did roads see. in I saw Las video. Vegas this, no. this past couple days. I saw video of the flooding in Vegas. It's because bad. Because that monsoon, you know, the water... Can't go in the water. The ground is dry. Well, yeah, I can't really absorb. So it just washes away, and it's been bad. Well, monsoon. When you talk about monsoon, you're talking about an influx of just moisture just going. It's been washing cars right off the 
Well, off the road. In See, Las that's Vegas. why I like Corey here because I haven't even looked at that. So, wow. I saw a video of flooding, and then I saw a video of someone at the airport trying to leave. I mean, they just couldn't do thousands, it? thousands of people just shoulder to shoulder in this video oh in this one area trying gosh. to get in the airport. And, oh, you know, someone jokingly posted, you know, who goes to Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, wait. That's. Uh... <laughs> you know, that. You know that that that's a bad joke. I don't Not think. only what happens there. If you go there, you stay there. You're gonna, if you're it's gonna mon- don't go in monsoon season. <laughs> if you're gonna go, yeah. And the other thing I I, I saw in, in other news was, um, th- this is kind of scary. Actually, new research is showing that the Arctic is warming four times faster than the rest of the planet. And my guess is the Antarctic may be doing that too. I don't know why. It, it's a CNN article. You can go there and look mm-hmm. at it. Uh, I'm not going to say global warming. Climate change. Climate change with warming temperatures is a real thing. And I don't know what's going to happen on that or not. But, uh, yeah, we need to stop this. Anyway, you got well, something else? The United States in July set a record for overnight High temperatures. Overnight low temperatures? High. High temperatures. Warmth. Well, right. In, in other words, well, yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, the, 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 a high, high minimum. Yeah, high minimum. Basically. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Really? It's been sizzling throughout the day and the night. Of course, we had some nights that got down to 77 degrees, you know, in July. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, they set a record in July of overnight, you know, minimums. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's in the past 128 years. Wow. Right. Which is another reason we're saying the global temperature is rising. We beat, we beat a record from 10 years ago by a few hundredths of a degree, but oh. still, the record was only 10 years ago. You know, so yeah. we're trending up. Yeah. And... Uh, it's kind of a big deal. Record low maximum. That's what it is. I had to think of the yeah, phrase yeah, yeah. record low maximum. Wow. Of 70, what did you say, 77 or something? Uh, or did it say? Let's see. What just, just give an average up. The average low temperature for the lower 48, and I'm talking average all across the board was okay. 63.6. Okay. But here it was a little warmer than that. Right. You know. But, uh, well, our July was insane hot here. I mean, right. in Branson area. Well, in Texas, where the date, where the monthly daytime average high was over 100 degrees, and it was like that here too for a while. Remember that? We were 100, 100, 100 every day. Oh, yeah. The oh, nighttime yeah. temperature was still a toasty 75 degrees, four degrees above the 20th century average of, of the entire 20th century. So it has been warm. In the past 30 years, the nighttime low in the U.S. has warmed on an average of about 2.1 degrees. Past 30 years, which is expected with what we have going on now. Right. Yes. Yes, that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. I I was just looking at the Stormdar Weather Monthly Climate Report. Uh, The lowest temperature in July that we recorded, 62.2 but the highest temperature we recorded was 106.2. Right. 
uh, which makes the average temperature of that 82.8, which is three oh over three and a half degrees warmer than the average Springfield temperature. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just looking at, at stuff. I mean, we could crunch numbers. Mm-hmm. We really wanted to get into because what you just said was really curious. It, it sparked stuff in me. It's like the because the low temperature. I haven't taken the low temperature right and average that out. Which is one of those things that really is a precedent for the uh, excessive heat warnings and the heat index. Yes, yes. You know that's oh when, yeah. When you can't cool off, that's when that really starts to come into effect. That's what we tell people when you have heat advisories and stuff. It's not that it's hot in the daytime. The problem is you can't cool it off at night. Ever, yeah, it it's cool cumulative, down. and that's where the heat the heat warning stuff gets in. So. Well, that was the good news. Uh-oh, you have more news? Well, there's been a new study released today. Okay. Millions more Americans will broil in extreme heat in the next 30 years. What? Well, by 2053, which is, well, 31 years. About, about 30, 31 years, yeah. yeah. We're expecting heat indexes to reach 125 degrees oh, no. across uh, the country. Oh, no. No. Nobody can survive at that point. That would be bad. So bad. Oh, my gosh. The 125-degree heat index is significant because it marks the beginning of the National Weather Service's highest category for heat known as extreme danger. And in 2053, we're expecting to we're expected to reach that 30 years from now. I'll be dead in 2053. No, I don't know. I will. I'm way older than y'all. <laughs> of course, my mother will still be alive. <laughs> Mama can survive anything. She, she, she's healthy as an ox. She's going to be right. Hi, Mom. And By it the tells, way. Uh, <laughs> it tells the today. number of Americans that it's expected to affect in 2053. It's not the whole country. It's 107 million Americans, which is basically... Well, a lot the, of people. Yeah. Well, by then, that's probably like a fifth. And we're talking 100 degree, 125 degree heat index or higher. Yeah. So if we keep going like I we're going without that's 95 any degrees with an 80% relative humidity. I can't No, that's like over in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, well. That's not here, but maybe in 30 30 years it could be here. That's scary, man. That is because you guys got to look at I mean Garen, he's 15. In Miami, Florida, yeah, the average days of a 100 degree plus heat index is 50, 50 days per year. We're expecting it to go to 91 days per year of a 100 degree heat index in 2053. So, Sherry, you and I were talking about that last last week, but about the heat index and it being just like miserable mm-hmm. there as opposed to you here. couldn't even go outside. Oh, there'd been no They're way. They're gonna have to have super powered air conditioners. In the future, right? Well, and that's they got, not too our far air, away. Our air wouldn't be able to keep up right now. Well, they, they, they would have to develop new technology within the next 20 Correct. years to get to, to that. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, mine, knock on wood, mine is keeping up great. I turned it down because it got cold, and I figured you were cold. So I need to turn it up because I'm getting hot now. 
Well, we were hot coming in because we were coming off the well, water. Well, shoot, I should, I should have taken... So I was expecting to come in and it'd be nice and cold. Okay, well, when you do your fun facts, I'll run up there and That's punch it. That's why I brought socks. Oh, okay. it always gets cold But you would I'm think here. there would be different <coughs> heat uh, products issued yeah. by the National Weather Service by then. You have your... Heated, oh heat yeah, because advisory. You, you have your excessive yeah, heat warning. Yeah, you have like two things right now. When you get to 120, 125, that's like they said. It's called the extreme danger threshold. Oh, that's going to be nasty. I mean, talk about. There's no more check on the elderly. Check on everyone. Yeah, yeah. Even the, even the littles. There you go. No one could be able to. Okay, well, that's some pleasant news. Yes. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> is that all you got over there? Yes, well, that was relaxing for yeah, rela- okay. National well, there you go. Relaxation Day. <laughs> oh. Nice and relaxed now. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm really relaxed now. All right, so it's time to get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. And it's time for Shara's whatever you got for today. <laughs> well, as you know, it's back to school time. Oh, you're back to school stuff? So we have some back to school fun facts. Okay. For back to school. And okay. I, I know some of these are repeats from last year, but. That's a year ago. Nobody's going to remember what I don't remember what I said last week. So if you can remember what I said last about week. Going back That's to true. School. That's true. Okay. Will you start? I'm going to go up and punch the air conditioner. I'll be right back. Okay. So Shara, go for it. Here's your segment. Each standard graphite pencil has enough graphite to draw a line 35 miles long or write 45,000 words. Now, this theory has not been tested, but, you know, Corey, if you're feeling the need to see if you I can... write with pencil every day at work, and I break it every time. I just don't see how I could write that much with a pencil. Well, I think if you took good care of it, you could, we should do this. We should do this experiment. We should buy a brand new pencil and we should see if we can take it 35 miles. Just making That's one too, big, way too far from me. Long no, I think, I think, I think uh, you should do that. And, or uh, try to write 45,000 words. Not no, all at once. No, but I think you should go like, because in the drive, you know, on the way back to Florida. Yeah. There you go. Took it to the bottom of the car and let it so, drag along. Well, Corey hitched. All you need to do is have a pencil. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, lost my train of thought. Oh. Okay, here's okay. a uh, studying okay. tip. If you chew the same flavor of gum that you chewed while studying for a test for five minutes before taking the actual test, it can improve your memory and your results significantly. I've heard something like this. Now, you cannot chew it during the test. Because that will actually work against you. Okay. So you chew a certain flavor of gum while you're studying, and then five minutes before the test, chew that same flavor of gum, and it will improve your score. But spit it out before the test starts. Why? I don't know. It just says it It will affect you during. Maybe distract you or something? I don't know. Maybe. Now, that's weird. Okay. Uh, high school was not introduced in the United States until 1910. And it was in the 1930s before most students actually attended high school. Before then, students attended, as we most know, the little schoolhouses through eighth grade. And then they went on to work and get jobs. 
Oh, that's interesting. You know, little one-room schoolhouses. Okay. And I you know yeah. I've met a lot of patients over the years, uh, older generation, that did only go eight years of school. And then they got jobs and had to move on and support their family. Because they had to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I read further the reason they offered high school. Um, they were trying to free up more jobs for the older people with families. Uh, people not older. Oh, but right, right. They were right, trying right. to free up some jobs, people with family, with kids, so that these young teenagers weren't taking all the jobs. Gotcha. So they okay. decided to educate them a little longer. That actually makes sense. I mean, really, kind of. Uh, in Armenia, all children age six and up are taught chess at school. Uh, it's mandatory part of their curriculum. Chess. I don't know why, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Finland has one of the oldest school starting ages in the world, as well as one of the most successful education systems. Oh, really? Look into this. They okay. don't start till seven years old in Finland, but they have one of the most successful educational systems. Wow. Okay. Uh, one of the subjects taught in Icelandic schools is knitting. I guess they need to make sure they have nice warm hats. I was going to say, it's kind of cold up there. <laughs> Students in China receive the most homework in the world. They can, I have heard that. I have. I've always heard, heard China, you, okay, which yeah. is why those people are usually smarter. Well, that's a good point. Um, yeah. <laughs> students in China, they complete about 14 hours a week just of homework. That's on top of however many hours they go to school. They do another 14 hours of homework. I would never make it. Me neither. <laughs> I barely make it getting my kids to do the couple hours they have per week. Right, yeah. Teachers. Teaching is one of the most important jobs in the entire world. Teachers are the ones who set children up for success. They help children learn to read, write, add, and subtract. And the list goes on and on. There are about 3.7 million teachers in the United States. Teachers attend college for four years to earn a bachelor's degree and a teaching certificate. And of course, many go on and get master's and doctorate and yeah, all yeah. those many, many things. Uh-huh. <sighs> um, there's, I could say so much about teachers, but they <laughs> okay. work far beyond what we think and okay. all that good stuff. Uh, in the U.S., approximately 480,000 school buses bring children back and forth to school each day. School buses are yellow because yellow attracts more attention than any other color. It's that meant, I knew. Yeah, that I knew, yes. meant to stand out so other drivers will notice. And they also have that red stop sign that comes out when they stop. The red stop reminds cars to stop, wait for children to cross safely. So please be watching for children as that's starting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the tradition of giving apples to teachers originates from the 16th century Denmark. Parents would pay the teachers with food, and back then, apparently, apples were like high-dollar foods. Oh, wow. Um, because, of course, teachers did not earn that much money. They didn't earn enough to actually they don't survive. Either, they still yeah. don't. You know, yeah. that hasn't changed. But that's where the whole give the teacher an apple. So, so ap- an apple was like a prized commodity, That was a prized commodity. And but then- they paid them in all food. Like, they paid oh, them. Okay. The parents would send in food because the teachers didn't earn enough to survive. That's cool. Is what I read. Like, they literally didn't earn enough to survive. That, so well, the kids would that's bring not in, cool, but, but they no. would pay. So they would bring in food. food. Cool. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can say this word, but uh-oh, I'm going to give uh-oh. it a try. All right. 2.4% of children worldwide suffer from... Oh, uh, 
Didaskalinophobia. What? Didaskalinophobia is a fear of going to school. Okay. I don't know. They, Keep 2. talking. 2.4% of children. I mean, that's it. That's the fact. So look up the word. See if I said it even remotely correct. Well, no, I am. The average <laughs> American family, we learned this one today. Well, we've known this for years because we had five kids. But um, I saw somewhere it said the average parent spends around $100 on school supplies. I'm like, I wish. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we spent, I was like, $100 per kid, maybe, but $100, yeah, no. Didaskalinophobia. Okay. Didaskalinophobia. Okay, anyway, sorry. Hey, I yes. wasn't too far off. Um, now it says the average American family spends between five hundred to seven hundred dollars back to school shopping each year. Now I have right. multiple children, so I was gonna say you guys have a lot of children. Is so. this an average of families with two kids, three kids? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Well, but you basically had like only three going at the I same time. I only have three. I have only ever had three. Now I have one in college. Well, yeah, but I mean in the so, regular score, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've, yeah. we've got one in college right now and then three in school. Gotcha. But I think, yeah, I think we only ever had three at a time, mm-hmm. which a- was In the smart. mainstream. You know, yeah. if you're going to have five kids, spread them out. Actually, that's, that's actually <laughs> spread smart. Spread them out to where you don't have, <laughs> at one year I had one yeah, kid. Right. I think it worked what? out to where one year we had... One kid, two kids, maybe. It was the weirdest thing. It was super weird. Anyway. Well, because Grayson and Garen are five years apart, so. Six years. Oh, six years? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but yeah, we, we dropped a couple hundred today. Mm. Just, mm-hmm. buying, just buying shoes and backpacks. That's all we bought <laughs> was shoes and backpacks. Um, wow. But so anyway, all in all, that means Americans spend over $8 billion on just back to school shopping every year. Makes sense. Um, pencils, are of course, the top-selling back-to-school item. So I do click pencils. Do, I mean, do, do they require number two where you have to... They. It depends on the grade. Garen likes mechanical pencils and has for years. Like, we buy him a huge box of mechanical yeah, pencils, yeah. and he will use those. Now, the younger kids, they want them to have actual pencils. number two pencils. Well, see, as an arranger, for me... I want click pencils because it never gets dull. I can still write an, a note on yeah, the thing just and say, clicking. "Yeah, wow, well, okay." I was just curious. That was one of. Uh, That's why you all have like click pencils hanging. Totally around Totally off the subject. Yeah. Well, okay. not really, but well. Side note: that was one of Garen's things he did last year. I think we talked about this. Remember how he did stupid things like where he would try to convince substitutes his oh, name yeah. was pronounced <laughs> differently. He would do silly things. So scary, one yeah. day he decided to see how many times he could go to the pencil sharpener in the classroom with a mechanical pencil <laughs> until someone caught on that he was sharpening a that mechanical pencil. That kid cracks me He has too up. much time on his hands. That's the problem. Oh, my God. Well, he's smart. He's smart. So I think he said he made it three to four times before someone was like, dude, that's a mechanical pencil. <laughs> can't sharpen that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> where am I at? Oh. In 1995, Corey remembers this year well. Oh, 1995, okay. 1995 was the year Corey graduated from high school. Oh, no kidding. 
Only 50% of schools in the United States had internet. Oh, in 95, yeah. So it made me think, I don't think our school had internet in 1995. I don't think we had internet in 1997 when I graduated. Yeah, we did. Did we? In seven? I don't remember. We had our house in 97. Right, but schools. We're talking schools. Like in the the school. We had computers, yes, but we did not have internet. Interesting. Okay. And we had limited internet access in our homes because we bought a web TV that gave us internet access. But Uh, it was not a common thing for every household to have internet back then. No. And so, yeah, I got to thinking because I was like, oh, we had internet. But I was like, no, I don't think we did. I don't. (laughs) I don't remember ever getting on the internet in high school. Ever on a computer in school. I got on the internet in college in 95, 96 for sure. Well, and, and it I was new see. because I I was like in awe of what I could do in the now, college library. I didn't library. go to college until right. 2003. And yes, we had. Well, I. That was, was a given. You had to get. You had so to get a code. We and did you have had your own internet access. Internet in college, but not at the high school. No. So right, 50%. Right, right, right. By 2022, it says. 100% of public schools will have internet. Okay. So, um, most elementary school kids say recess is their favorite time of the year. Uh, yes, Duh. I've heard that a lot, yes. Did you know Yeah. not every country has the same school days as we do here in North America? Yes. I mean, duh. I couldn't tell you what, but right. yes. In Brazil, school runs from 7 a.m. to noon. Because students go home to share lunch, which is the most important meal of the day then with siesta. their family. Yeah. <laughs> so lunch is the big meal in Brazil. Uh-huh. And in Mexico, students go to school Monday through Friday with elective classes on Saturdays. So any of the outside oh, okay. the regular curriculum classes are on Saturdays. All right. That'd kind of stink, but. Yeah. That's all I have. Oh, that's all you have? Oh. That, okay, that's very fascinating because next week, kids will be either in school. Now, kids kids start school next week? Next week, Branson, Hollister, Forsyth all start school. Uh, this is their okay. final week of summer. Oh, my gosh. This is their final week to well, do we're, all We'll have thing. to negotiate on a podcast. If you're going to be busy with kids, we'll, we'll, we'll negotiate. And Garen was trying so hard to have friends over today. Well, it was like their last night that they all three had free. So, oh, well, they still come over on a Friday, Saturday, and right? Sunday. They, I yeah. feel like they're still at our house every weekend. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, it, it, it it's just that big thing of school starting. That's For some reason, our house is the the hot spot where all the there you go. Well, you got a pool, and you guys are cool. So there you go. I mean, you know, it's tough being the cool mom, but it somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Okay, speaking of the cool mom, let's get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. Okay, it's time for the weather, Stormdar Weather, weather word of the week. And, of course, we're tossing this to Shara. Um, and I have to, as a disclaimer, I have to know, I listened to several pronunciations. Uh, there are two. So, whichever uh, one you say, uh, that, that of those two. I could I could see two. Yeah, okay. So I kind of liked when Garen was here and we could toss it to him. Why? Well, well, we'll bring it back over. We got another microphone. So, so Shara, what is this week's Sturmdor weather weather word of the week? I have two in my head, so I'm going to go with one. Hopefully, it's correct. Okay. Uh, hydrograph. Try the other one. Hydrograph. 
I'll give you that one. Yeah. There's two def- there's two pronunciations of it. One is let me get there. One is hyetograph and oddly the majority of the other one is hyetograph. Hyetograph was my second. But, but hyetograph. Hi- they put a long e and it's like yeah. that doesn't look like an e Just like hyetograph. Yeah, hyetograph. 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 But yeah, I could see it also being hyetograph. But hi yeah, hyetograph or hyetograph. So, what is or what does hyetograph mean? A graphical representation of rainfall intensity with respect to time. Okay, now this is weird. Corey, I think, will find this interesting because I wasn't exactly sure what it meant, and so I dug some research to figure out what this means. A hyetograph or hyetograph is a graph that shows when rain starts and the the time distance between when it reaches its peak and then decreases. In other words, because rain will increase and and reach its maximum, and then it will decrease. So the hyatograph will show the distance between onset and the peak. I'm not sure why this is necessary. So is that projected or observed rainfall? Observed. Observed. This is observed. The actual rain time. Yeah, this is actually observed, where they... They, they say, so if it starts at 9, but it peaks at 10 o'clock, but then decreases by noon, that will show you the hyetograph. It's, it's, I'm not, That's they say cool. it's for like farming. I don't know. It, it's kind of odd. You, y'all can look it up. It's our weather word, so there you go. But I thought it was fascinating. It's not that, that they're measuring the most intense part. It's the distance between onset to the intense part. I don't it's know. Pretty cool. I, it's it's weird. Well, of course, you know I'm looking at all these weird words now because we we're at, what is it two thirty one episode two thirty one. I'm running out of weather words. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's tons more, but some of these are like okay. Now I'm going to have to actually start looking for those. But I don't know. Well, this is awesome. I'm so ba- glad you're back, Corey. I'm hoping yeah. you can I join mean, us. He's soon. probably back just for a week, and then he's well, gone again. Because well, yeah, I'll be but, back for a while. We start like pumpkin night soon, where he's at work till ten. Oh, another, oh. it's another month away. Yeah, Not a I month. Mean, it's like two weeks. In August, I mean, I'm off in August. Branson kind of shuts down in August. I mean, your schedule is different last, in August. I mean, everything is at crazy. At least the last week or so of August, Branson kind of shuts down. All the yeah. shows take a break. Uh, my last starting. show was Saturday. Yeah. Or last Saturday, yeah. So I've I've had quite. And then they uh, start back the up in September. I think for I have like fall. four days off next week, something like that. Really? Really? I, I don't know. know I don't. Well. Well, let us know. I mean, uh, we'll we'll talk after the podcast. But you know, let let me know when we when you want to do the pod or whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, I love I love it. It's so nice to have the crew back. Yay! I'm going to give some more applause. So. Yeah. Okay. So y'all been kayaking, so I'm sure you guys are tired. So anyway, we're going to go into a wet period and in cooler weather. I'm so excited. I want to get out and play disc golf. Tell Garen. I, I, he's ready. I am, I am ready, too. And he starts too. school next week, so he's got to go well, this week. No, sometime. we're going this week. Once, once this cool weather hits, I'm going over there, picking him up. We're going to go play. <laughs> so that's good. So, Corey, got anything else? I think we got it all. And Shara, are you done fun facting? I'm all fun facted out. Fun facted out and kayaked out. So, all right. Well, it's time to wrap this thing up. Get my outro here. 
wraps us up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You could always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.